Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Just a little started off the day kind of busy, and I apologize for that because I know we should have jumped on a little bit sooner. No worries. Okay. Okay. All right, guys, welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where we recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And this week was for the week of May 3rd through May 7th. And um, it's been a pretty interesting week, don't you think? It has. Yep. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. And um, we had some... Uh, Juicy storylines on one soap and pretty much a running, slowly moving storyline on the other one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yes, it was still a pretty good one. So welcome, you guys. Welcome, you guys. So normally, like I said, what we do, we do the Young and the Restless in the first half of the show and then the Bold and the Beautiful in the second half of the show. And then at the end of the show, we do a little... um a little section called flip the script where we take a specific storyline or scene and whatever we wish we could do differently in that scene and storyline this is where we would do that at and flip the script so all right so without further ado if um let's go ahead and jump into this um so with the young and the restless for this week we saw while trapped in the Montalvo cellar during a tornado. Um, Adam agreed to be Faith's kidney donor. Mm-hmm. Nick offered to help Adam escape arrest. The ceiling collapsed on both the brothers. Adam's returned with help for in um, for an injured Nick, and then Billy and Lily decided to move in together. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, this was pretty much most of the storyline. I mean, for this week. That's why I say a long, continuous storyline is moving. Yeah. But um, we got a little bit of uh, Amanda and the whole thing with her grandfather and stuff like that. What's going mm-hmm. on with that? And then we got a little bit of um, Summer and Kyle. Um, was there anybody else? I didn't. We didn't get a lot of Phyllis this week. I don't think we saw Phyllis at all, right? And then Chelsea, we, they showed Chelsea, right? They showed Chelsea, but we didn't even get to see. We did we see any Abby this week? Uh, yes, because she um remember the scene with uh Mariah. Oh, and, that, and right. trying to give her a lunch or something. Yeah. Okay. Nina's kind of looking like uh Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And let me think. Was that it? That was pretty much it this week, yeah. right? Yeah, it was pretty much those main people. I yeah. Mean, Faith, of course. We saw her. Right, 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 right. That's all okay. part of that kind of that storyline. Yeah, so at least I would say for the young and the restless, hopefully it won't be that long and drawn out. But there there are some things within that one storyline that I do have to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, you want to let's see. We can get Summer and Kyle out the way because, um, 
that was pretty small. And the biggest thing is about the fact of them getting married and trying mm-hmm. to announce everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was, um, that was really all they all that did it. this week, right? Yeah. Because it was mainly just uh, them talking to, what, Jack about it? Right. And and then Kyle, of course, asking Mariah to be his Her best, best woman or whatever. His best person, it. as she called it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't really something that we need to dissect on that. Yeah, not so. really. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, that was you a quick... You know, <laughs> other than other than we see Mariah is, is becoming accepting of his relationship with Summer because, you know, they had their little issues before. So. Right. But yeah, there, there wasn't really much to that one. No, not at all. Mm-mm. So... Um... Can we talk about um, oh, sure. Devon and Nate? Okay. And that's so the scene where Nate goes to Devon's house. Yes. And he sees Amanda there. Mm-hmm. And kind of gives Devon the third degree about have you have you t- have you talked to Moses to see how he feels about her being around and have you done this and this and then basically admits to being jealous because him and Amanda was able to work out their differences and him and Elena were not. And I'm just kind of thinking, like, that was your decision to not forgive Elena. Exactly. That Devon don't have anything to do with that. <laughs> yeah, that, that scene was crazy because I'm looking at Nate like, really, that's what you're doing? You coming up in here questioning the fact whether, and of course, we know what it led into, like you said, him being jealous. Yeah. But when he started off that conversation talking about, you got a man up in here. And I mean, as if the kid is like, 10 or 12 years old like like uh yeah like devon said that boy is 16 he's in the- <laughs> and, De- and devon is like do you uh do you know who you're talking to here like basically you put all of this emotion emotions with mm-hmm. your deception with elena in the first place and you're gonna really you're gonna complain to me about how i've been able to move on with my new relationship and you haven't because she cheated on you <laughs> yeah the nerves yeah I mean that conversation it was a, a bunch of crazy conversations this week they like really you know yeah. but yeah I, I just I'm looking at Nate like dude stop because yeah, like, like you just said he started this yeah it's almost like Nate has no sense of awareness of this situation like mm-hmm. like he's like he's the only one that has been wronged or that's been hurt by like him. he's the victim exactly yeah mm-hmm. he's playing the victim and he has no cause to even do that nope so i just thought that that little scene right there was interesting i think i watched that scene twice like i'm in disbelief <laughs> <laughs> what'd you say you had to get a retake yeah <laughs> gosh yeah i yeah, because I'm like, where is he going with this? Because at first I thought he was, you know, couldn't understand that they actually stayed together as if Nate assumed that Elena and Devon was going to get back together after he told her, I don't want to be mm-hmm. bothered with you. But when it turned out he worked things out with Amanda, he looked like he was shocked by that. Yeah, and that's pretty much what he said was, like, she she cheated on me for no reason because you guys aren't even together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cause mo- and that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying last week. And I hate to kind of jump 
when it comes to Ray, Ray automatically assumes that if they break up, that Sharon might end up with Adam. I don't yeah. know. We, but what if it don't? Then yeah. all of that nonsense that he caused or whatever happened between them and he ends up not being with Sharon, this is the mm-hmm. same reaction I was saying that Nate is having. Right. Mm-hmm. And my, but my thing is, if you, why are you, like, that shouldn't even be, I guess, a measurement for you. Right. Nate, like, if you want to forgive her, then forgive her. Don't don't not forgive her based on the, the idea that you think she might possibly end up back with Devon. Right. Like, that doesn't even make any sense. Yep, because that, but then that would, <clears throat> I guess there's a thought in the mind of that person that if they go back, it validates everything that they thought. I bet yeah. you she ended up back with him. And yeah. when it don't happen, that's the same thing that happened with Victoria and, and uh, Billy and Amanda. Victoria mm-hmm. automatically assumed that they were going to end up together. And when it didn't happen, she looked like a fool. Yeah. <laughs> well, she looked more like a fool because she believed her father. Exactly. Instead of believing what Billy, you know, was told her, her was not mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then end up with Lily at the end of all of that. Right. <laughs> so that's the other thing. Cause we got to talk about, Oh yeah, we did talk about that's coming up. Billy and Lily moving in together. But um, yeah, Nate, I'm like, dude, if you, like Devon said, if you want to make go and get back with Elena, why don't you just do it? Right. Don't base so, it on what's going on over here. Well, over here. Exactly. I mean, cause I'm going to do me, me and Amanda are fine. You know, she's staying over. Cause yeah, when he was like, is she staying overnight? How does um Moses feel about I'm like, what? Yeah, that was a little weird. Like what that was why, weird. What is how does Moses have anything to do with this? Like he's Devon is an adult. Moses is not two years old. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> that's his that's Devon's business anyway. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. He's Nate was being ridiculous. Yeah, he was. Okay, is how we done with our vent on Mr. Nate? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one of these days, one of these days, I'll stop venting about Nate. Put some sense into his character. Yeah, because his character is just off. The, it's that didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk. There's another part of Nate we need to talk about too. Oh yeah, I think I know mm-hmm. really what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, because it's like you. Ooh, should we go there now? Or should we wait? Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and go there now. Okay, since we only talk about Nate, we won't, we won't dive into that big storyline. But one of the biggest things about Nate is him coming out of this whole investigation of his license mm-hmm. due to what happened with the medication tampering of Victor Newman. Mm-hmm. And for them to ask him to do that all over again, and he was like, yeah, my duty is to my patient. It's like... um. What okay. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You and knew what it took to get that license back and all you went through and you get right back in bed with the Newmans. Now I get it he's trying to take care of Faith, but mm-hmm. you're not the only doctor. And from what I understand, Victor hired a specialist from somewhere across the world to do the surgery. Yeah. So why are, why you, are there? you involved? Yeah. And the well, of course, the Newmans are just entitled people anyway but right the fact that they even thought to ask him once again basically to put his career on the line for them exactly like what is he getting in return are you guys going to take care of him for the rest of his life if he loses his license or you know what i mean and even Uh then like nate obviously is very passionate about medicine and being a doctor so 
you're you're basically putting him in the position where he won't be able to do that anymore. But the other thing is, he's not even part of the surgery because remember, he can't do surgery due to oh, his yeah, hand. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the other thing I was thinking so, when they were talking about that is what are, what is he going to do? What, is, he can't what purpose do does he have now? If he want to come by and see Faith before the surgery and say, "Hey, yeah. you know, give her a pep talk. Let's go. You know, you're going to be fine. Keep your head up." Okay, fine. But why is he there? He can't even do surgery. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, and for him to say, you know what? Yes, because I have a duty to my patient. But what are you doing? You ain't doing nothing. Yeah. You know, and you about to put your reputation online because, quote unquote, we got Adam in this mix, which we'll talk about later, who's a fugitive, which is what makes this so bad because you're helping a fugitive take his and whatever, whatever the situation is. But... Yeah, I mean, it's not like Nate is the primary surgeon on this case. So, you know, if, if, and that's what Nate should have thought about. Like, look, you know, and I, I don't know. I just, uh, again, like you said, when are they going to put some rationale into his thoughts? <laughs> yeah. And what is, I, I'm just curious to see what the explanation is for him being involved, period. Yeah, like I know that he's her, like he's overseeing her care or whatever. But like you said, he can't do the surgery. So, why does he have any any? Why does he need to be there? Like, what is what is the point? What is the point? Especially exactly. if you've got somebody flying in that's going to do the surgery. Right. Exactly. It makes no sense. But and but the fact of matter, and you know, with that being said, he's willing to put his reputation, his line. I mean, his uh, licensing. <laughs> on the line all over again for this. Yeah. After you didn't came, it took him I don't know how long to get through the board and all of that. Yes. And the thing is, when you a second and third offender, they're gonna be looking at you like, okay, who's to say you won't do it again? Right. You, you said you wouldn't do it again the first time, and here we are a year or two later. Exactly. So yeah. Anything else on Mr. Nate? No. Okay. Let's talk about Amanda. Okay. In this case, um, this is the week that we saw Amani. Um, or was that last week that she showed up? Uh, that was last week. That was last week. What did we see of them this week? This week, it was just her, like, she talked a little bit about it, um, mm-hmm. with Devon, but then she met with Michael at the hotel, mm-hmm. and Michael was trying to get her to, oh, yeah, 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 trying to get her to take a deal, and she, she told him no. You know what? I really, truly don't understand this storyline. Maybe because, I mean, I understand that, okay, somebody killed her biological father. He happened to be working for Newman. But at the same time, they're blaming the grandfather for killing him. Yeah. But why? I I need to up it. I don't know. I'm sure they, I feel like they've got this storyline written out on one of these pages or something, but I think mm-hmm. I think what happened was her father found out about somebody making some campaign donations or something, some illegal campaign donations right. to okay. her grandfather. From Newman, right? Yeah, they worked okay. for Newman. They were coming from Newman. He found out about it, which her father also worked at Newman. Mm-hmm. And I think he was going to run a he was he was working with a reporter or something like that to run a story on it. But there was some money like there was some kind of blackmail or something involved because I remember them mentioning her dad having a lot of um college 
or student loan debt. You're right. The dad did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if maybe the dad was trying to blackmail somebody to not run the story in, in exchange for money or something. And instead, uh, somebody found out and somebody killed her dad because of it. So, uh, yeah, that that story is a little... The details it's are murky I, I, for me. Right. I, yeah. And I, I think it's because they threw the thing, the whole storyline together so fast with so many moving parts. And because there's this other big storyline, we only get so much of it every so often. Yeah. So it's like trying to play catch up. Like, wait a minute. Okay. What happened when she said this on Tuesday? Because I ain't see it again until Friday. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we'll see. I did see Monday's episode. So we'll see a little bit more. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Amanda, her father, and even Amani, okay. but it's just it's just not an interesting storyline to me. I, they, they, I feel like they threw too many details in there, and it confused it. It made it a little bit too confusing and too complex. Or maybe I just need to pay attention well, better. But I feel like I mm-hmm. the last week when she was talking with her grandfather and her mom mm-hmm. when they were mm-hmm. like talking about the case I feel like I watched that scene like two or three times and still couldn't really and still can figure it out, grasp right. the you know what what happened but all I know is that Victor doesn't like it because it involves his company he doesn't want his company looking bad in the press right so of well, course he's trying other- to get her to to drop everything and, and then the other thing is that they basically rewrote Hillary's history because Hillary is the original component of this storyline. I mean, of this, where we are with Amanda and stuff. She is mm-hmm. the the catalyst that actually got this whole thing started from when she was on the show. Michelle Morgan played that part three, two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Because there was a whole nother narrative put into motion about Hillary. And the thing is that Anne was her mother. So most of us thought at that time there was no adoption even talked about at that time it was just Anne was her mom so everybody yeah. thought she was of course biracial yeah. now with Amanda coming on the scene and now it's like I guess they wanted to give her the, the character more, su- more substance because when Amanda came back the biggest thing was she looked like her twin and that whole thing with, you know, uh, Devon's money and Kane and all that stuff. Once that went away, I think that they said, okay, we need to give this Amanda character some more meat to the storyline. And mm-hmm. now they come up, oh, yeah, her and Hillary was adopted because her mom gave away her because her dad, I mean, her father um, meaning Naya didn't want and so they created this whole new storyline in the past what four months yeah so it's kind of convoluted because we started with one trajectory and then by 2021 we're on a whole different path and granted with soaps that can happen right but I think <clears throat> it's the speed and when they put that together I think that if they had a started on this when I'm at, right after the whole thing with Devon's money had been solved Mm-hmm. maybe they should have started it then and gradually brought that on and then we could kind of catch up right now we're scrambling with all these new pieces yeah yeah it's very yeah. It, 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 I felt yeah you're right it was a little too much too fast instead of 
over the months or the you know over the next few years or something they could have developed it a little bit better yeah i mean because up until this whole story with naya and having a biological mom or something i mean the other thing is that she was just working at chance Com, trying to help billy clear his name and mm-hmm. what was the other thing um her sleeping with nate and getting cheated on him i mean so it wasn't really any substance with it or or a, subs, a substantial storyline for her, so they get, I guess they had to create something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did um, make it a little bit too much. <laughs> too much in one little in in the, in the amount of time that they did it. I think, yeah. yeah. So okay, um, was that all that we had for her this week? It wasn't she, a lot. Yeah, she was. She was really only in the scene with Divine. Mm-hmm. And then that scene, and they, Mike, Michael, and Michael, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well, like I said on Monday, we'll see more of of her, and there may be another plot twist. So, okay, yeah, look out for that on Monday. Um, all right, so let's talk about um, Billy and Lily. Mm-hmm. Billy just don't learn. I mean, and that's why I did not like the fact of what Lily said when she was like, it's only going to take three words to get me back to your room. Billy's not going to change. As much as he says, okay, well, never, I'll never do this again. I'll put you first and blah, blah, blah. What did he do this week? He turned around and tried to stir up some mess with Ray. Being a busybody. Being a busybody. Showing up there talking to Ray about Adam. Mm-hmm. And then um then this was also the week that um he was talking to Victoria. Yeah. Earlier this week and Lily showed up and seen them talking about everything with Faith and Adam and because he was listening around the corner listening yeah. to Victoria and Nikki. Yeah. And on this like, dude, at what point do you Take a step back when it comes to Adam, and even even Ray told him like he sure did. Don't let him basically don't let him ruin the good things that you have in your life by obsessing over him. Yep, he sure did. And see, Billy thought that there was going to be a complete mutual hatred, mm-hmm. and I mean, granted, Ray does have strong feelings about Adam. That hasn't changed. But the fact that Ray actually told him, like, dude, you need to chill out. Don't, yeah. don't let it screw up the rest of your life still being obsessed with this dude. Yep. Yeah, so, Ray straight up was giving him the, the kind of the side eye, like, uh, <laughs> relax. And I mean, even when he brought it to Lily's attention about, you know, we found out that Nick snuck off to Kansas. To, he's probably going to, we need to jump on the story, even before he knew about the faith situation. Mm-hmm. And Lily was like, why are we doing this again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's I, just, it's, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's just frustrating listening to him over and over again, obsess about how he's going to get rid of Adam or make Adam pay. It's just, I don't know. It's old. Uh, what I, I I don't oh I can't wait till we get to the Adam storyline because I got so much to say on that and I think that's probably I mean, gonna take do. up the bulk of this part <laughs> of the show. But you know, Billy Lily at this point has to recognize that 
taking him off somewhere and creating a dinner and having an overnight sex session is not going to clear Adam off of his brain. Yeah, that's only going to last for the 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 moment. The moment in it, and then exactly done. And Lily goes home or goes to work or whatever. He's going to go right back to. Excuse me. He's going to go right back to figuring out how he can ruin Adam's life. Yeah, you know, and this, and he keeps apologizing. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm mm-hmm. okay. I'm on. You're the focal point. I'm on. My, I can't be. And then he turned around and come right into work and say, "I know where Adam is." It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's on Lily too. Because at what point do you say, "Okay, you know what? This gets, obviously this dude is obsessed with him." What do I? Because when she took that stance and said, "Let's take a step back." Yeah. She should have stuck with that for a while. Yeah, definitely. Because by her keep going back after he's saying, I'm sorry, you only teaching him like Hope teaches Liam that you can continue to keep coming back after doing the same old stuff. Because all you're going to do is keep forgiving him. And you know that. Yep. You know. So that's on her too. Yeah, I agree. You know, you don't want him obsessing, but you keep going back and allowing him to, you know, do whatever and be around you. Now you're going to move in with him. Girl, please. My thing is, did you hear Devon says that the twins are coming back for the for the uh, memorial celebration or anniversary for Neil, right? Oh, no, I missed that. Yeah, he said that to, to Nate. Oh, okay. And and so when I heard that, I'm like, oh, okay, the twins are coming through. How are the twins? And then when Lily says she's moving in with Billy, mm-hmm. I'm wondering what they're going to think about that. You worried about what Moses think about Amanda. I'm wondering <laughs> what the kids going to think about Billy moving in. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I wonder mm-hmm. if they'll even talk about it or give a reaction. I'm wondering if they're going to actually bring the twins back actually on the show, you know, as a characters to be seen yeah but just saying that yeah it would be nice to have maddie and charlie back yeah, i would I like to so. see how they interact with moses same i wonder if they would even bring back the same um actors or if they got two different that would be nice if they bring older. back the same ones yeah mm-hmm. and then faith has aged too could right. you imagine if there was a competition between uh moses and charlie over faith I wouldn't want to see that. <laughs> but could, I, it wouldn't surprise me to... that they would do something like that. Yeah. Because I'm seeing a pattern. That's all I'm going to say. But, um, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'd rather than if they were going to have mm-hmm. boys fighting over face, have it be Moses and some other little boy that he's not related to. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, yeah. Not his family. Well, they did it with Nate and Devon, so... And that's exactly why. I don't want to see it with... I wouldn't want to see it with uh, Moses. You already got two other people in the family, you mm, know, disagreeing over right. a woman. hmm Yeah. So, yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, if I can I remember, Faith, Delia, Moses, Charlie, they were all little kids together, right? hmm So... Now, growing up, they're teenagers. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, wait, 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 wait. wait. Charlie's in college. Yeah, both the, the twins are both in college. Yeah, so she, he's a little bit too old for Faith anyway. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they should be in like what, maybe their second? Third, yeah. Maybe their second, third they graduated from high school already. Yeah. Yeah, because when they were on the show, they were like 17 at the time. So that was like two years ago, maybe? Yeah, they were seniors in high school. They were school, seniors in high were, school. Yep, they were getting ready. They were applying for colleges and stuff like that. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, so that that, that wouldn't even be an idea because she he Charlie would be a little bit too much older than her. Yeah. So, okay, well, scratch that. Cool. Well, <laughs> see, you got your wish. It's not happening. <laughs> um, okay, but, um, yeah, that's, I don't know, Lily, um, I just, Billy can't rein himself in. She needs to realize that. Yeah. He can't. As much as he tries, as much as he says he's going to do something, he just can't help himself. Right. And she got to realize that. Because, I mean, and my thing is, she's not going to be able to change that. Victoria has tried. Phyllis has tried. There's parts of Billy that's very, he's very obsessed over, and Adam is one of them. Yep. And the the difference was, well, I guess there really isn't a difference. And I don't think Phyllis actually ever tried to rein that part of him in. She probably participated more than anything. Yeah, she was an enabler. And, yeah, and Victoria goes back and forth to where she wanted him to stop, but when she wanted him to also be mad at Adam, she would use him for that reason. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it'll take for... I, I wonder what the last draw is going to be for Victoria. Or not Victoria, for... Um, I honestly think, and this is just my idea, I honestly think that he's going to do something that's going to put that company in jeopardy and it's going to be Adam related. Because if he's wanting to write a story, which I think he's planning on, because Lily did get him to go ahead, she just don't want no part of it. Mm -hmm. To write a story that's going to blow up in their face because it's going to come out and I think it's next week that Adam didn't do it. Okay. Yeah, because the previews for the rest, you know how we're a day behind and the previews usually come out on Friday and now they're coming out on Monday? Uh-huh. Monday's previews for the week is part of Chelsea. Coming. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And you'll see on Monday how Victor plays chess with that. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> Oh my God! He has no emotional bone in his body. He he thinks out everything. Yeah. Anywho, but uh, I honestly believe the downfall is the fact that he's so obsessed with with um, Adam that he does something that put his company in jeopardy that either caused a lawsuit because if he go ahead with that story that he's trying to do, mm-hmm. and then comes out that it wasn't him, it was Chelsea, and mm-hmm. the story already ran, he could sue for libel. Yeah. Which I, it doesn't, and with Victor and Adam now being in the clear, they could easily come after Chance, come and say, I'm suing you for libel. And that was the biggest fear that Lily had all along of, you know, Victor and Adam destroying Chance, come. And at right. this point, if Billy does what he does, I could see that happening. It'll either be that or them 
Kelly, Lily, or I guess it would really be Jill's choice mm-hmm. to get rid of Billy from that company. Yep. Because his obsession like, got the better of him. Yeah, I feel like that's probably going to be the, the ultimatum that they get. Mm-hmm. One of the two. You are absolutely correct. It's either that, like you just said, or he do something that put that company in legal je- uh, jeopardy by what he print. Yeah. So, okay. We got anything else on them? Nope. I don't believe so. All right. Let's get ready to dive deep into this whole storyline with Adam, Sharon, Ray, Victor, Chelsea, Victoria, Nikki, all the moving parts in this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so which character? Because we'll take it by character. Which one you want to start off with first? Um, Let's start off with Chelsea and Ray. Okay. Okay, so Chelsea now is up walking around with a cane. Yep. And Ray happened to see. She's so stupid. First of all, Victor goes and scared the crap out of her. So instead of trying to sit at home and figure out, she decided to go and have food at society. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when she's in public, it's like, really? Yep. You're supposed to be um, taking a slow time to get back to recovery, and you out at society having dinner with Chloe. Yeah. Well, she did. She, uh, well, maybe that was last week. When was that when Nate went over there? Was that last week? No, yeah, Nate didn't talk to her this week. Okay, mm-hmm. but she, I, I mean, I guess she figured she had already been up and around Nate moving around, and Nate's her doctor, so I guess she figured her next step was going to be I can go out in public now. Here's the thing that was just so stupid about this is that usually. When a person is recovering from a stroke aneurysm and they get their physical limbs back, mm-hmm. they are in some type of rehab center. They are seeing physicians, checking them out all the time. That girl has not been to a doctor except for since Nate been there. Yeah, she just up moving around like, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> like I'm like, no OK, thing. is this a, a writer's flaw or is it that, you know, people are not actually paying attention? I mean, I would think that somebody would be like, she ain't got no... The nurse quit a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Nate been there one time to say, yeah, you made a miraculous recovery, okay. And then he ain't been back since. Right. <laughs> I feel like it's probably that, where it's more of a... A writer's, a writer's fault than anything, because um, I feel like Nate, being her doctor, would have told her okay, these are your next steps. You need to start going of course. here for rehab. You need, and Nate isn't doing that. He's just like, man, you're making a, a miraculous recovery and I'm so good to, I'm so glad to see you up and moving around or, you know, whatever it was that he said to right, her right. visited her. And he didn't say any of that. No. So he just made it seem like everything was all good and normal. And so I think yeah, that's a writer. There's gotta writer. be. Yeah. Because there's no way a, a person that, first of all, as a recovering, you know, uh, a person that had a stroke or aneurysm, that you get to fire your nurse. Or the nurse walks out and you don't get a replacement nurse. Right. you sitting up in the house by yourself. Chloe is popping in and out. And nobody is like, 
you know, so no wonder she was able to get away with so much because ain't nobody paying attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anywho, but Victor scared the crap out of her. She goes over and eat dinner at Society, and Ray is like, he walked past and then he backed up. <laughs> he was like, yep. I know she ain't here. And he comes over there and talks to him. Chloe is looking scared. You know, Ray is trying to, you know, tread lightly. I'm like, Lord have mercy, Ray. Come on. You cannot be that stupid. Well, I think Ray was I think Ray was purposely trying to um I don't know if trip or up was the right right word, but mm-hmm. Ray Ray's in he's he, I think he is catching on to there's something fishy going on with her. And I Well, just wait till Monday. Oh, well, he made it seem like he was like, starting to believe he take three that... steps forward and take a hundred backwards. Oh yeah. my God! He, he made it seem what... like he was starting to believe the things exactly. that Sharon was saying about Chelsea. Exactly. And, and then with him saying, I forget who it was he was talking to, saying that he felt like the uh, his investigation was going in a, another direction. Right. You know. Suspicions. So I'm like, okay. You know, you looking at multiple options. Well, sometimes emotions and jealousy can tend to make you not think straight. And mm. I'm like, Ray, come on, dude. I mean, mm. he, I, I'll throw a couple of nuggets out there when we start talking about Adam a little deeper. But mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll share a little bit. But yeah, Chelsea is walking freely under the radar. So she thinks because. Remember, Victor has also threatened to keep her son away from her. Yeah. What do you think about that whole thing? Um, I understand why he's doing it. I just, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Okay. I think they're all, all of them, honestly, are really, are using Connor because she's doing it too a little bit. The only person that's not using Connor in the bad way that is, is Adam. Mm-hmm. you know I mean she's using him Victor is like I'm going to use him to get you to do what I need you to do I'm going to take your son I'm going to threaten you blah 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 yada yada um yeah so and she panics because the little boy ain't called her back yet so she's yeah. thinking Victor didn't got to him he didn't keep and he's probably in class somewhere right but she didn't jump the gun and now she's panicking. I mean, honestly, did she I don't I honestly believe that she thought that she could get this whole plan passed past Victor Newman. Now he she definitely fooled everybody else, but did she not think that Victor was not gonna try to come after her? I don't know yeah, why she didn't I, think otherwise. I don't either. <laughs> And you know Victor is relentless. He's not going to stop until he proves that she's, you know, she's lying about her condition mm-hmm. and that she set um, Adam up. Yeah. Well, he plays chess with her next week, and I mean, it's unfortunately, it's a. I know he's trying to clear, um, you know, his son's name, which he should. I mean, the boy ain't guilty. He ain't trying to kill, right? Yeah. But the strategy. That's the type of person that you don't want to be enemies with. Right. You know, when somebody, and usually you'll find 
people either that are emotionless are the best strategists because they're using their wit and their thought versus in their feelings. And that's how Victor is. And I mean, yeah, I, all I can say is, yeah, he, he she got played. <laughs> she got played. Well, it's about time because she's been getting It's about time. Nose. I'm sick of the storyline <laughs> dragging out. I'm sick of everybody jumping on Adam. I mean, it, it's just crazy. Okay, so do we have any, did you have anything else on Chelsea? No. Okay, let's move over to Ray, because we kind of talked about Ray a little bit with the fact that it seems like, you know, he's moving in a different direction. He is, uh, honestly, he should not be on this case. Mm -hmm. He can't be the only detective in town. They should have got somebody. I mean, at least Bold and the Beautiful got two cops. Right. Well, they got uh, Paul. Paul, the guy that Paul, you know, Doug Davison is not on canvas anymore. Because I think, you know, but at least get somebody. Yeah. You know, bring Chance back to help you. But Chance is also, well, I don't say, I don't say he's a friend of Adam, but somebody who can actually look at this objectively because there's no way Ray should be on this case at all. You don't investigate your own crime that's been committed towards you. Yeah, and he kind of said that this week with, I forget who he was talking to, where he said that he was uh, emotionally, too emotionally involved or Mm -hmm. attached to the case or whatever it was that he said. So he admitted it and he knows it, but it's like the writers aren't doing anything about it. Right. You know, and it's common sense. It is. And just looking at this situation for what it is, I mean, just the fact that he, you're jealous, you're going to want, I mean, for a person that is emotionally charged in his jealousy, like he is, Mm -hmm. you're going to want to, especially if you, you know, in his position on TV, I'm not speaking of any other police officers, Mm-hmm. But from what we see on TV, he is, I should say, hell-bent on trying to nail him just on the mere fact of his jealousy and what happened with his wife. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, whether the dude is did it or not, you know, and like I say, you know, he takes those steps backwards because now that Adam is, and I'll drop these nuggets, now that he's back at the hospital and ready for surgery on Monday, the interaction between him, her, him, Sorry. meaning Adam, her, and Faith, and how everybody is so emotional, that mm-hmm. don't sit well with him. Because he don't and like that it's Adam. He don't like that it's Adam. And I don't know if you remember the conversation that happened in yesterday's episode, which a part of what bothers him is the fact that a piece of his kidney is always a piece of Adam is always going to be in in faith. Yeah. Now, it's but this is a transplant situation. He's looking at it like it's something that he couldn't do, and Sharon is going to be always forever grateful. I think I, even if it was the neighbor down the street, Sharon would be grateful. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what it is for him. Is that it's another thing that Sharon feels like she owes Adam for just like just like you talked about some of the other things in the past that he's done for her and now she feels like she's forever grateful indebted to him mm-hmm. and she's always going to do whatever 
whatever she has to do to be there for Adam. So he feels like this is just another, now this man is like literally saving your her daughter's life. So this is just one other thing that I have to contend with when it comes to Adam and and Sharon is, you know, he gave, he's given Faith a, a, a piece of his body, one of his organs. Mm-hmm. So this bond is never going to be broken. I'm going to have to deal with that for as long as I'm married to her. Yep. has already shown and proven that she's going to do anything for Adam. So I think that's where all of his frustration with the situation is. Yeah. And that's why another reason why he should not be investigating this case because there's no way or it's going to be extremely difficult for um you know for him to truly look at the real true facts in this situation. Yep. Because all you see is yeah he did it, I'm mad at him, so guess what? I'm gonna nail you to the fire for this. So yeah. all right. Um who's next in this catalyst? Let's talk about Nikki and Victoria. Mm-hmm. So Everybody now finds out that Adam has this rare blood type that matches Faith and that, you know, he's got to be the one to save Faith's life. Victoria, as much as she is happy for Faith, she does not like the fact that Adam is the donor. Yeah. And she turns it into this whole narrative. Yeah, you know, he's going to use this as his way of gaining leverage and doing whatever he can to get whatever he wants. And it's like, that's the first thing you think of? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> that's the, look at my voice even crack saying that. That's the first thing she think of. Yeah, is, I was thrown off by that too. Say it again? I said I was thrown off by that too. Yeah, I'm like, girl, stop. At what point do you give it a rest? Right. You know, she's thinking that this man gonna say, give me a kidney for your company. I give you a kidney for your company. He ain't even thought about none of that. You know, and he and honestly, this week has shown a lot about Adam, which I always tell people, you cannot change the perceptions of other people. They have to change them on their own. Mm-hmm. Nick, I mean, Adam have saved a couple of lives this week. Seriously. And um, you know, it's just so unfortunate because the negatives in their mind outweigh the positives that they can't see straight. Yeah. You know, and with, you know, Nikki is, does it seem like to you that Nikki is starting to come around when it comes to Chelsea though? What believing that Chelsea is have something to do with it. Cause of what, um, of course, Victor is telling her. Yeah. I, I don't know if she's coming around to it or it's just being agreeable. It's yeah. Because it's Victor. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I I, I was watching because the, toward the end of the week when Chelsea came by, which was yesterday, right? Uh, that I don't that didn't happen. Wait a minute. Hold on. The last the last thing they showed of Chelsea this week was when Victor went to her house. Okay. But I thought yesterday they show where she just showed up at the house. Mm-mm, mm-mm. 
Okay. That must have been on Monday. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, but it seems like she, like you, like you said, maybe it's just a situation where she don't want to argue with Victor and she like, he's, he's stuck on that theory. So that's I'll just leave it be. Huh? I said, I think that's totally what it is. Yeah, because part of her still believes that Adam could do this. Yeah, try she, to kill Ray. She's like Victoria, where she's always going to think the worst of Adam. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what the that part of it has to do with the fact that he had a kid by Hope. I don't understand what. I mean, I understand some of the things that he's done. Everybody's upset about that. My thing is, why is she so mad, though? Because I understand why Victoria's mad. She feel like, you know, Adam is the favorite son and all this kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, even Nick had some reservations about him as well. What is, uh, you know, what is Nikki's issue? Big, the, the underlying issue, I should say. What do you think? Um, I Nikki isn't, so I don't feel like Nikki is a... Like a, a malicious, vindictive type of person, so I right. think that her issues with Adam stem mm-hmm. from all the things that Adam has done. Okay. Um. You know, of course, m- maybe there was a little bit of it that had to do with the fact that Hope is his mom, but mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't treat she doesn't treat Abby differently because of uh, her mother. Mm-hmm. So I, I think most of it is mainly just all the the deviant things that Adam has done in the past that involve you know things that hurt her kids and things that have hurt Victor gotcha she's just not as forgiving as Victor is when it comes to Adam okay alright um let's see I'm trying to think what else happened because we only seen Victoria with (laughs) Nikki and we saw Victoria with Billy yeah there wasn't really much else with her. There wasn't much else with her. Okay. All right. And then let's dive into Nick and Adam. Because that was a big chunk of the storyline this week. Because, of course, Nick went to find Adam. Yep. And, of course, I, I can understand the initial reaction of Adam because it's like, what are you doing? You're just trying to set me up for a trap until yeah. he, they finally got... So, I, I expected that. I don't think um, Nick expected what he ended up seeing in Adam, though. What do you think? decided to... Not just that, him. just the fact that he saved his life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely wasn't sure Adam was going to actually come back or if he was just going to run off. Now, let's let's also give Nick credit. Nick also saved Adam's life because he pushed him out of the way. Out of the way, right. When Mm -hmm. the ceiling fell. So it wasn't just Adam down there being a hero. Yeah, both of them were. You know, they basically... And I like that handshake that they had. I did, too. I thought that... I would really, I would really, really, really love it for Nick to finally, like put his differences aside with Adam and for him and Adam to to mend their relationship somehow. Mainly no. because it would it would probably make Victoria mad. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say but Victoria's gonna always, blow her top. Yeah. I feel like Nick has always been the level headed one mm-hmm. and the rational one when it comes to, to Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in the family, well, between him and Victoria. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I just think it would, it would be nice to see them actually, like, truly get along. Because they, they have, feel like they have their moments. They do. Um, Just like when the last, when, uh, oh, the last Justin guy. Justin Harlan. Yeah. Really? When he was leaving the show and him and Nick kind of like a little bit mended their relationship and he trusted basically trusted Nick to take care of his son and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like I like when they're like in that type of a a moment together. Yeah. And I like to see that happen more often. Me too. And you know, I like the fact that I think Nick was expecting him to get leverage, whereas Adam only asked for to see him as a person who had flaws. Yeah. And, you know, Nick was looking at him like, whoa, you're not asking me for money? <laughs> you're not asking me for a company? You're not asking me for leverage? He's like, no, I just need to, I just need to see, I need you to see me as a person who had flaws. I made mistakes. I come from this childhood. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, um, what I did find funny, however, is that scene where Nick was trying to get up out of there right at the beginning of the storm, and Adam went and poured himself a glass of wine. He <laughs> was, like, yeah. was like, dude, I'm going to sit over here and have a glass of wine. When he was trying to bust open the door, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. That was pretty funny. Um, what else? So, we saw the dream that Nick had, too. Yeah. What did you think about that with uh, with uh, Faith? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to think about it. I thought that was going to maybe... I thought that was going to maybe cause him to somehow ruin the chance of, of Adam coming back to Genoa City because he was going to turn into... The you're never going to do the right thing type of person, and then end up calling the police on Adam and, mm-hmm. and getting them arrested or something like that. That's where I thought that was going, but I'm glad that it didn't go that way. Mm-hmm. That he kind of snapped out of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I guess it was his conscience. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to go. One part of his conscience was faith, and the other part was like, "No, I believe in him." And she's like, "How can you believe in him? He might not come back." Blah blah blah. But it was nice, like I said at the end of this, he came back with the fire department, which I think was smart. Yeah. And then he gave because I mean, if it was the cops, excuse me, if it was the cops, you know, or the police officers, they would have been like, you know, who are you? Please identify yourself. Who's the person? Whereas the fire department is all about trying to save somebody. Yeah, the cops wouldn't have had the equipment to save Nick anyway. No. Mm-mm. So that was smart on him to get out, find the fire department, and say, hey, he's over here. My name is Billy Abbott. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. I wonder why he used that name. It'll be something if that comes back. <laughs> and it was like, uh, we we heard that you saved Nick Newman in a tornado in Kansas, and he gonna be looking like what? I wonder if he, I wonder if he did it because he thought using the Abbott name would get him help faster, or like, I yeah, I was, I was curious too about why he picked Billy's name. I hope that comes back because that honestly would make him a hero. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and Billy is looking like, well, who say? And then it gets back to him that Adam was the one that said his name. <laughs> yeah, be looking stupid. That would be pretty funny. That would be hilarious. I want to see Billy's face if that happens. Um, but I am glad that I saw the interaction this week between, um, you know, Adam and Nick. I'm hoping that there's some form of a bond there that could grow from that, like you Me said. Too. But it depends on the writers, because if they give Adam another dastardly deed down the line somewhere, we're going to be right back at square one. Yeah. And Nick kind of, um, when they made it back mm-hmm. to the hospital, didn't he say, he he said something that was a it was like a negative thing that he said about Adam. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, dang, Nick, you guys just had that nice a bonding moment. moment. Back to the the negative stuff. God, I can't yeah. remember what it was he said when he was at the hospital. Or when he was at the house, when Ray came in, when I believe they were at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were at the hospital. It wasn't with Ray. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was he was with at the hospital. Oh, I can't. I can't remember. Was it with it Nikki? Maybe it was Nikki. But he, yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was he said. But it was like, why are you going back to the negative side? Right. Which is what I honestly believe that, and that's why Sharon is in the position that she's in. They're so worried about what people think about them that even if they wanted to be cool with with uh, Adam, mm-hmm. they would be worried about the negatives that come in from this from other people in General City. Because that's the main reason, and I said this before, why Sharon didn't end up with him in the first place after they had after he came back to town, because she was so worried about what other people think. And Mm -hmm. I honestly kind of fast forward to what you were saying about Nick. It's like those two-faced friends. You know how you be around somebody or you see somebody who they'll be cool with that person Uh alone. Yeah. But then when they get with the other group of people who don't like that person, then you try to blend in and say, yeah, he's a horrible person. Sure is. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm wondering, did he not want that moment to get out to say, hey, we had a bonding moment. He's not that dude, you know. He seemed pretty cool. He was all about saving faith. None of that came up in conversation with Nikki. I don't feel like Nick is the... I don't feel like he's one of those people that worry about what other people think of him because he's with Phyllis. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's more of a sharing thing. He's just so... Yeah, but when it comes to Adam, it's a different story. You know what I mean? I don't even think he cares about that with Adam. He's just so much of a... I don't don't know. He's just a negative person. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, when it comes to Adam, it's just... It's like he can't let himself be... Let himself go there with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think he would... I don't think he would care if his... If he told his mom... Or if his mom found out that him and Adam had, like, a, a nice positive moment. Mm-hmm. I don't think he cares about that. I just think he, he just can't get out of that negative mindset when it comes to Adam. Okay. Gotcha. It drives me nuts sometimes. Yeah, because like I say, they take two steps forward and he takes four steps backwards. And yeah. that really got to me because I thought Adam was about to bolt when he was listening upstairs when Nick was talking to Ray mm-hmm. yesterday. And he told Ray 
you know, once this surgery over, you know what, you could have Adam. You just told Adam that you were going to help him escape. Now you're going to tell Ray, well, you can do what you want to do when I'm done with him. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I felt like you were saying it more as I'm not going to, I'm not going to stand in your way. But he, like he wasn't, it was like he wasn't incriminating himself saying, I'm going to help him get away. He was just like, I'm not going to get in your way. You're doing whatever you got to do. It was the energy and what he was saying, the way he said it. It was like, yeah, well, when I'm done, then, you know, you can pretty much do what you want. I ain't gonna stand in your way, you know, and it's... It, Probably just trying to make it more um, convincing because he didn't want to, he didn't want Ray to, he didn't want to take the chance that Ray didn't believe him and then yeah. ruin, you know, his chances of fake getting what she needed. Yeah, this whole thing is just a mess. I mean... Especially when it comes to um, Chelsea, because this whole thing is, and, and it's interesting how the writers created that piece of it to attach to what's going on with Faith and create a whole gamut around this whole thing. It was just interesting how they did it. I will say that the writing has been a lot better mm-hmm. than it has been probably over the past year and a half (laughs) Mm -hmm. because the storylines even though like I said the Amanda storyline is kind of quick and put together it's Mm -hmm. still different and I mean even with this whole thing with Adam and this this transplant and and, you know circling back with Chelsea and all that I I still think it's it's pretty interesting of a storyline I just don't like the beating up of Adam all the time it's it's just too much yeah, yeah, I get that. I mean, the only people that believes him in town is Victor and Sharon, and everybody else is like, nope, mm-mm, nah, nah, he's horrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now, the other part of this is Faith, and I got annoyed with her, and I'll tell you why. Okay. You about is you got two choices. You either get a transplant or you spend the rest of your life in dialysis. Mm-hmm. And she's not happy about the transplant coming from Adam. Yeah. And I'm like, at what point do you forget that he already didn't save your life twice? And I don't say that he got she gotta be indebted to him, but some part of her have to think. Because she started like, well, what if he going to do it? I know how he is. He he might leave. He might take off and run. And I'm like, he already didn't risk his freedom for you just a few days ago. Right. What would you think that he wouldn't do this for you now? And then you like, your your blood type is rare. His blood type is rare. And you're like, mm, I wish we could get it from somebody else. Guess what, sweetheart? That ain't happening. And if it does, it's going to be years. Right. So, be glad that they actually, and then your dad go through a tornado and all of this to bring this man back home, and that was her response. I, I just, I wasn't feeling her in that moment. <laughs> I don't like she kept going back, back and forth. I don't know. She kept, yeah, she kept going back and forth about it. Like, she was, one minute she was grateful, the one minute she was worried that he wouldn't want to do it because of how she had treated him before. Um, 
And then another minute, she's like, why does it have to be him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. And she's being a, a, a typical emotional teenager in distress. I, I don't know how to explain all that. Yeah, you know, I mean, the chances of that is, I mean, especially when you have a blood type that rare to find somebody that could be a match to have the exact same blood type mm-hmm. and your other only option is to live your life on dialysis. Uh, wondering who he is, especially he's already demonstrated that he could be there for you. I don't, I didn't understand the rationale on that. And I know that's, you know, they wrote it that way. I mean, and it gets worse on Monday with her thoughts and it's like, stop. I mean, just, just, you get a new kidney. Right. I mean, who gave the kidney? That was Summer gave liver to Lola. I mean, granted, they kept her donation anonymous, I think, right? Um, Summer was anonymous to... At, at, at first she was, but they mm-hmm. found out. Right. It ended up coming out. But yeah, when she did it, when she first did it, Lola didn't know. Mhm. So, I mean, it's like, and what? I mean, would I wonder if Lola would have known it's coming from Summer? Would she felt some kind of way about that? You know, it's like, come on, guys. I mean, transplants are hard to come by. Be grateful. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and especially in Faith's position, it's not like anybody and everybody can donate to her. Now, let's let me ask you something about this. Mm-hmm. How is it possible that none of her parents have that blood type? And and there's been speculation on social media whether Adam is her biological father. And I think we kind of touched on this a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. But that is just I, I've never heard, and I don't I'm not a medical, I am in the medical field, but on the biology side of this thing, is it possible that two people who have the universal blood type and I think it's O can have a child that's a rare blood type of like an A or an AB or a B negative or something um, I, I mean I don't know for sure but I'm assuming that it must have there must be some kind of possibility to it if they put it in the show I mean I know the- yeah I just I didn't know that that's a new learning lesson for me because I'm thinking like how the heck did she how did they have a child that has that type of blood type that's totally different from her parents and nobody else in the family but Adam has it. Yeah. Even Victor didn't have it. So did he get it from did Adam get the blood type from his mother? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't that know was how weird. that worked. Yeah, maybe I that's just... why it's maybe that's why it's rare because it, there's no like bio I don't know. Maybe there's no like biological reasoning for how it happens mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that one yeah I just thought that was interesting though that because of, I mean a lot of people are speculating that it's like how did that happen Is and then that's when people start trying to go back I think we even talked about it briefly whether or not Adam was even in the same space with Sharon during that time period but I don't think so he was living in the house with Victor and uh, Ashley which is how he was able to switch the babies or whatever. Yeah, and Sharon didn't bring up the pot. Um, I don't think 
Sharon and Adam got involved with each other until years after that. late, a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was weird. But yeah, it's just interesting how they wrote that like that, that he's the only person pretty much in their circle who is a biological match because of the rare blood type match. So Yeah. That would be but, that would be crazy if uh, the writers decided to rewrite history like ooh. that. Imagine how Nick would feel. Oh girl. Well, that'll definitely bond Sharon with him for sure. Yeah. Because now Sharon realizes that he has a she has a daughter with Adam already. Oh my uh, god. Well, I feel like Sharon would have she would have already known that that was a possibility. Yeah, you would think cuz then she would have known she slept with him. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, anything is possible with the writing. Look what they did with, like I said, with the, you know, the parenthood of, of Hillary. They yeah. turned around and flipped that whole thing on head. So anything is possible. They could throw a scene in there and say, remember the one night stand we had? It was just brief. We didn't realize. And then here we go. Right. Who knows, girl? But I, I, it's just between what happened with Adam coming back to to help Nick out of that whole thing, and especially he was losing blood, he was falling asleep, and all of that. Then coming back to risk his freedom once again. At what point do these people be like, okay, we need to cut him some slack? Yeah, I mean, how? I mean, even with Ray as a cop. Who's going to risk their freedom to do that if they're guilty? Right. Or I wonder, yeah, or Ray is just looking at it as he's so obsessed with Sharon that he's willing to do anything to make her happy. Including put himself in jail and lose a kidney. Mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> I just can't wait till all of this come out. I want to see faces. I want a camera shot of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Victoria, Billy, and even Ray, they're going to be looking crazy when they find out that they were ever so wrong. Yeah. And Victoria will just find another reason to hate She'll him. She'll find another reason to hate him. She always does. Well, Nick, part of Nick still believes that he did it too. Yeah. Even I think though he's got, I think he's he's starting to have doubts though, like Ray was starting to have doubts after that conversation that he had with Adam in the in the cellar. I mm-hmm. feel like he, I feel like he, he thinks that Adam could be telling the truth, and he just doesn't want to admit it to himself or say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Like That's Ray. possible. Because it, it just seemed like when they when like when Adam was talking to him, I felt like the expression, the facial expressions that Nick was giving, mm-hmm. giving was kind of like maybe there is something to some truth to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Because he did say when when Nick told him, "You just need to go back and own up to the crimes you committed," and he was like, oh, I'm going to go back and commit and confess to a crime I did not commit. I did not yeah. try to kill Ray. I mean, that was all on Chelsea. And 
they just refuse to believe this here, you know. And I guess she did make a, she did set it up well. I gotta say that because she couldn't move as people thought. Mm-hmm. Here is a a, a a person that's quadriplegic at the time, who couldn't barely speak. He, she couldn't speak. She could only blink her eyes. Would actually put all this together, right? And so she basically had everybody snowed. And and because of the fact of what was going on with that kiss and Sharon and whatnot, you know, which girl, it's a, the only thing about this storyline with with her mm-hmm. is the fact that she put all of this in motion, trying to kill, almost killed somebody over a kiss. Yeah. Now I could see if 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 he was doing something like what Quinn and 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 uh, Carter is doing. Yeah, even still, you don't try to kill somebody. But if you are going to do what Chelsea's done in this show, it should be that. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a kiss on a picture. Girl, right. please. And mm-hmm. my thing is, you had an opportunity to leave several times before when you hit your head in that elevator and when you was held captive. Right. You know, and you still went back to him. So get out of here with that. Yeah. Now you wanted to cause havoc once you see somebody kissing on a on a on a picture. Okay. Anywho, did we cover everything with that? Are we missing anything? No, I don't believe we are. Okay, so we covered everything on the show. Pretty much. All right. Yeah, the only the only other thing was the thing with Abby and Mariah, but that wasn't anything major. It was just them showcasing how controlling and overbearing Abby is going to be over these next few months. You're talking about some ginger tea and some type of <laughs> sand, sandwich or something. Mariah and ginger tea and crackers. And Mariah looking at her like, I'm alright. I'm good. Yeah. You know, you ain't gotta, I mean, and she already had told her no. And yeah. when she got ready to leave, she was like, don't forget your ginger crackers. It's like... Don't start. Yeah. <laughs> don't get stuck. Don't start. You're going to have problems. I wonder if they're building up to Chance being like, whether or not it's the same actor, mm-hmm. if they're building up to Chance coming back. Because I feel like when they first, when Chance first went off screen, mm-hmm. they, the communication was not there at all. Like no phone calls, no, no nothing. nothing. It right. was them communicating mm-hmm. through Cricket. And right. now she's getting phone calls from him and, and gifts and stuff like that. So it makes me wonder if they're getting ready to bring um, Chance back. Yeah, I, I mean, from what I read, I think they are. I don't think it's going to be um, Danny Boyaz, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I heard it could be her husband, Justin, M- Melissa Orway. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure, but I do know that they said that they are going to bring the, the the character back. Well, they need to hurry up because I'm I'm about tired of this ridiculous uh, last minute drop mm-hmm. everything and go out of town on a mission. Yeah, <laughs> that was Girl, like crazy. the worst possible, the dumbest reasoning that they could have come up with for why Chance went off screen. They would have been better off just not showing him. Like, he's still there, he's still in town, and just, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and then her impregnating with, you know, of course, with the help of Mariah and Vaughn and all that, and he's just in the in the wind. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't. I hope, like I say, hopefully they they go ahead and bring on whoever they're going to bring, and then you know they can move on from this thing, you know. Yeah. Or move on with that storyline with him in it. So okay. All right. So we covered everything. That is it. For the Young and Restless for the week of May 3rd through May 7th. Mm-hmm. Um, let us move on to the bold and the beautiful. So, hold on. Man, what is that? Give me one second. Recaps for the bold and the beautiful. Okay. So, for the week of May 3rd through May 7th, Carter and Quinn woke up in each other's arms. They swore they'd never do it again, but were in each other's arms again by nightfall. Shauna counseled Eric, who was in despair about his marriage. Yeah, right. <laughs> Liam spiraled downward as the investigation into Benny's death continued. So, we only got two storylines here. Again. Yeah. Let's get Liam out the way since he's a small portion this week. <laughs> Usually he takes up the whole week, but not this week. <laughs> um, so it was pretty much the same old thing. The crazy funny part about this this week, though, was when um, <laughs> Hope was looking at the the uh, the memorial video that Thomas. <laughs> had sent her and she's watching it and he's looking like a deer in headlights and then he started talking to him through the screen in this black outfit or whatnot. Girl, he was over there looking like he was about to have an anxiety or panic attack out of this world. Yeah, he did. He basically had a panic attack. And Hope turned around like, what's wrong with you? Well, Liam, Liam is going to be a mess until he finally confesses. Tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is not. He's not going to be able to move on until he tells the truth about what happened. Nope, he is not going to. Because again, you telling somebody to do something that is not part of who they are. Bill right. could do this all day. Even Victor could probably do this. Yep. But Liam, nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, and the thing about it is, even with hope, if he came clean to her about what happened, she would be understanding. To, she would know, you know, that was it was an accident. You didn't mean you weren't out set out to setting out to to kill Vinny and to run him down. You didn't even know he was out there. That was an accident. right. He's making it worse on himself by lying to her about it. And, you yep. know, or not lying to her, but you know, omitting not, it, not mm-hmm. yeah, not coming clean. Because the first thing she's going to say when this come back is, "Why couldn't you have talked to me about this?" Yeah, and he's gonna, you didn't he's, trust me enough to talk to me, mm-hmm. right? And he's probably going to start doing things to make him appear as if he's being sneaky or or lying, and it's going to end up, you know, once again breaking her trust because. He's hiding something. He's clearly hiding something from her. Yep. Yes, he is. And I mean, 
he gets into the office with Bill. They're going back and forth. Wyatt comes in always in the middle of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. And Bill tries to speak for him. I honestly believe that if um, Wyatt cornered uh, Liam and begged him, because every time Liam asked, I mean, every time Wyatt asked Liam about what's going on, Bill is always in the room. Yes. So Bill is giving him this eye like, well, you got something to say or what? And Liam is looking like, "Mm, I can't say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Like a little pathetic child. Right. You know, so I'm wondering if Wyatt had got him by himself and pushed the issue, Mm -hmm. would Liam have caved? I think he would have. I think he would have too. The only thing that's keeping him from caving is the fact that Bill is around. Yeah. And Bill yeah. knows it because Bill looks him in the eye and like, what do you got to say, Liam? You got something to say? Yeah. You know, I don't know. That whole thing. I, I'm wondering when this is going to come out. Me too. You know. I wonder if, uh, because the detective keeps going, well, I mean, I guess he's questioning everybody, but he went back to Thomas this week mm-hmm. and questioned Thomas again. So I wonder if it's going to get to a point where Thomas ends up being the one that gets the the ultimate blame for it based on the fight that they had at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's going to be what um, has Liam end up telling the truth. I don't know. Oh, you mean like he get in trouble for a crime he didn't commit. Yeah. And now Liam has to come clean. And knowing Bill, Bill is probably going to be open to letting uh, Thomas take the rap because he don't oh, like him anyway. Yeah, of course he would. He would. He would tell Liam this is payback for um, the whole situation with Beth. Mm-hmm. And I think Brooke would be real off. happy about that because I can guarantee you, if he did, if the, if that did go that way, mm-hmm. she would be like, "See, I told you he hasn't changed." For sure. She for sure would. She would jump on that so fast and make your head spin. Yep. She would have no issues. She would have no doubt in her mind that that it was Thomas if he was mm-hmm. arrested for that. Yep. But the thing is, she is so pro-Liam. Yeah, she is. I mean, Brooke is, I mean, oh my God, this week when um, Brooke found out that Liam moved back home. Mm-hmm. And right before, uh, you know, Thomas sent the video, Thomas was going to go over there. Remember? And Liam was like, I mean, um, Brooke was like, uh, no, 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 don't you, you can't do that because Liam is back home. They're back together. Yeah. And I'm looking like, girl, you think that girl got a prize sitting over there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it is. Is it about winning? I, we talked about Brooke and this whole thing with Steffi and, and yeah. Hope. You know, is it about winning this dude? And, you know, your son is not best for my daughter and Liam is not best for your daughter. And it's like, girl, give it a rest. He is all the stuff that he has actually done, cheated on your daughter multiple times. Right. Almost had a baby at one at what we thought we had. And, you and know, even at this, that point, she was like, "You guys can work, work, work things this. out. You can, you'll be a, you know, a great stepmother to the baby." But it's like, 
this is the advice you gave your daughter? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then the other part, now I could be devil's advocate and say, okay, maybe she realized because she has a sordid past herself. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's trying to say, give me benefit of doubt. I've done things in my past. I'm, I can't be that critical. But that don't mean that you want the same thing that maybe the mistakes that you made, you want your, your kid to go through. Right. Over and over again. Over and over again. Yeah. You know, it's... Mm-mm. I'm like, girl, please. You acting like you're the protector of Liam. Okay, whatever. Yeah, that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially the way she was talking to, to Thomas. And Thomas was like, oh, okay, I'll just send it to her no big deal and she looking like oh okay because right. she expected pushback she expected you know Thomas to be like oh I can't have that Jeez, why did you go back with him now the conversation did come up with Thomas yesterday when um, she was talking to Hope, when he was talking to Hope saying oh I heard Liam's back at home and I think she expected him and she was like he was like well as long as that's your choice and would make you happy so be it. She was right. shocked. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Go ahead. You, you don't know how. I, you already know how I feel about it. I'm just tired of them um, having Thomas even bring up the topic of how all he wants is for her to be happy, and if that's what makes her happy, blah blah. Like, it's it, who cares, Thomas? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hope was not yours. She never was yours. Like. Your opinion of her happiness shouldn't matter. So stop giving, you know what I mean? Stop giving it because you, you're you giving off the appearance that you still want to be with her. Like you're you're basically letting everybody know that you really are not over hope. And that's the one thing that his father and Brooke always talks about. And that's the one thing that they worry about is that he hasn't dealt with his obsession of mm-hmm. wanting to be with hope. And every time he talks about her being happy um, and her happiness, that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And I just wish that they would all let him move past that already. I'm just so tired of it. I'm just so tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. I. It's It's a crazy situation with this. I mean... The terminology that he uses, I always love hope. I always have love for her. Those types of things. When you're dealing with people who knew of your past obsession, they're going to process that as, well, maybe he still wants to try to do what it takes to get with her. You know exactly. what I mean? So, yeah. I. But obviously, my question is, when it comes out that... Liam hid all of this of what happened with Vinny. Mm-hmm. What is going to be Brooke's take then? Is she going to forgive him again too? Of, of course she will. Oh, he made a mistake. He he just he didn't know what to do, especially with Bill involved. Yeah, of course. Liam Liam could have purposely ran Vinny over, and Brooke and Hope would still make excuses for him. Yeah, that's true. They They're would, probably like, oh, but he was so upset at what happened with exactly. the fraternity. Exactly. He was upset. Um, you know, he he you know, his anger got out of control. He didn't really mean to do it. You know, Vinny Vinny shouldn't have switched the paternity test as if that is cause for a death sentence. 
Right. <laughs> so yeah, that pretty much Liam could pretty much do anything and they would they would make excuses for that man. Yep. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. That's crazy though. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what the you know what's going to happen with both Hope and Brooke and what their responses are when they found out that Bill and Liam was behind all of this. Mm-hmm. So, did you have anything else on the Liam storyline? No. Okay. So let's tackle this other part of the show with Eric. Okay, uh, Eric, I, I can't roll with you on this one, dude. Number <laughs> one. If you were going to take that girl back, I understand if you needed a week or so to figure this out, but you've been withholding for a long time, and intimacy is extremely important in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So for him to be dismissive, like what we saw last week where he was going on this trip and... She was like, I love you. I miss you. Or can I go with you? You just dismissed her, closed the door, didn't say anything. Right. I can't get over what happened with Brooke. Why is that even still an issue in your mind? Right. I mean, Brooke and Ridge are fine now. Yeah, they've moved on. Why they've moved you? on. Why can't you? And if you can't, then just tell her and move, you know, let her move on with her life. Let, exactly. Don't hold her hostage in this situation and 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 honestly if my my comment to Quinn was you know hey if you ain't getting because the bottom line when you're in a marriage it should be fulfilling for both partners now there are going to be ups and downs there are going to be things you have to work through but to absolutely tip the scale where you're just shutting down on your partner for a long period of time first of all it's toxic Second of all, it's not emotionally healthy, and it's not healthy for the relationship. And for him to be walking around now, and, and then she tries to sleep with him, and then he's pushing her off, and no, it's, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. And the no. other thing I didn't like was um, him talking about that with Brooke and Ridge. And Ridge. Yeah. Yep. Ridge, okay, because that's his son. If they've got that kind of relationship, but Brooke, no. You know, mm-hmm. Brooke can't stand her. So why are you confiding in her your relationship problems? Exactly. You're just, you're basically giving her fuel to go back to Quinn and rub it in her face. face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You are absolutely right. I mean, there's no reason that he should be discussing that with his ex-wife in the room. She still is, even though she hate Quinn, that's also his ex-wife. Right. So... I can understand your son, man to man, you know, hey, you know, I got some problems in the bedroom, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But what her, what is it that Brooke has this hold on them in this family? I mean, even just with how he's withholding intimacy from Quinn, it's stemming from the fact of how Brooke was treated. Right. And it's like, come on, you acting, I mean, granted, what they did was wrong. So, you know, I don't want to misconstrue that Quinn did nothing, Shauna did nothing. They absolutely was wrong. But you chose to accept this girl back. If you weren't fully over everything that has happened, then don't take her back. Right. Don't get into something that 
you know you're going to come in the door half-hearted. Yep. I ain't think that was cool at all. I, I think it's totally unfair. Now, on the flip side of this thing is Quinn. Now, I don't think that she should have cheated on her husband. Definitely not. <laughs> now, my thing is, if you're not getting what you need out of that relationship and the person don't want to make it work, it's time for you to make a decision to remove yourself from the relationship. Yeah. Saying, you know what? If we can't be a fine or happy medium, then um, maybe we should be apart. Yep. Get out. That You got unfinished business sitting out there now. Right. So what's your thoughts on that? What's your thoughts? Um, I agree with you. She, if, if it was going to get to that point um, with Carter, then it's just, it's time for her to go. Mm-hmm. Because she's not, you know, she's not getting what she needs for marriage. Um, and cheating isn't the answer. Nope. So she, you know, she, I, I understand, you know, how she's feeling and why it happened, but it still wasn't right. And you can't, you can't blame, you can't really blame Eric for the decisions that you made. You right. just left Eric if you felt like it was going to get to the point that you're going to seek um, that comfort and that intimacy from somebody else. Yeah, so, because at yeah. this point, if you let, and I listen, and I know people are like, guys, this is a soap, this is how, what they do, people sleep with each other's spouses, I get it. But we're just talking. Yeah. Um, I want to put that out there. <clears throat> put that out there. But um yeah, there I mean, my thing is she should have gotten out of the situation. Mm-hmm. And um say, you know, he should have let her go or didn't get back with her and she should have walked away before getting involved in a situation with anybody. Because here's the thing, if she said, you know what, Eric, this ain't going to work, I understand, you know, you might not, and hey, if you need that time, maybe we ought to separate, or if you can't move forward, maybe we should part ways, Mm -hmm. then that would have now, once you now have put that out there and you agree that, okay, maybe it's best for us not to be together, then you can do what you want. Right. But this is this is ugly because the other thing is Carter. Carter is um, Eric is his boss. Yep, putting his job on the line, putting his his personal relationships with that family on the line. Yeah, I mean the Forster family. They, I mean, and Ridge is his best friend. Gave him the COO position. Mm-hmm. You and he's up in there getting mad about Zoe. A flirtation with Zenday. Right. What is he going to do when he find out on the flip side the dude that you were defending slept with your father's wife? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope though that you know mm-hmm. his his relation he didn't really have a relationship with Zoe. Mm-mm. So they're not married. No. I would I would hope that. Um. He would possibly like give Carter a little, you know, under understanding that people make mistakes and in this situation there's issues going on at home. Um you know, with but between Quinn and Eric, I would hope that they wouldn't just completely like 
oust Carter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand being pissed off at Carter for a while, but I hope that this doesn't affect um, their relationship in the long term. It's going to probably affect that position that he has. Yeah, probably. I mean, you talking about COO? <laughs> True. And you slept with the CEO's wife? <laughs> oh yes. my god I should say owner and founder cause I mean Steffi and, and Ridge is co-CEOs but you slept with the owner's wife shoot yeah, I, yeah this thing is uh, dynamite waiting it's a ticking time bomb yep. now Zoe on the other hand cause you hear Paris talking a lot about the fact should you trust Quinn? I know you need to watch her. I'm like, yeah, they trying to really put that in the storyline because they made them allies. Now Paris is like, um, you need to keep an eye on Quinn. I don't know if you should trust her like you think you should. Yeah, that took a turn real quick. Real quick. <laughs> that was quicker than what they did with Amanda. Yep. <laughs> yeah, one, one week her and Quinn are the the, BFF. Are, are the bestest of friends, right? And the next week, Quinn is sleeping with the man that she, you know, she wants to. You know what? Marry. And remember when we were talking on a two by two or three shows ago, we was wondering how did these two get in the same orbit? Meaning Zoe and Quinn that they never interacted. Then now all of a sudden they BFF. Yeah. This is where they were going with that. Yep. Now we know why they put that whole thing together. What is your thoughts on because they kept showing clips of their sex scene throughout the entire week. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you think it was hot? Did you think it not? Um, I I honestly at at first, you know, and I said it on here where I said I didn't, we don't want to see Quinn and and Carter Mm -hmm. together like that. But after they after it happened, I was like, you know what? I'm not as I'm not as uh I guess maybe grossed out as I thought I was gonna be or not as against it as I as I originally thought I was gonna be. Mm-hmm. I kinda I kinda didn't mind it. Okay. I don't I don't know why, but You know what they really made a dramatic scene out of it. So yeah. like what we would see in in um I would say with Ridge and, and Brooke, right? You know, they have, or I'm trying to think of some previous scenes because it hasn't been that many since COVID. Mm-hmm. But prior to, we would see scenes with Brooke and, uh, and, and Ridge or Katie and Bill. And it would be kind of soft kisses here and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They made them two extremely dramatic. Yeah, they did. So they had the sexy music in the background. They darkened the room and they showed them slowly unbuttoning and taking belts. I'm like, is this CBS or am I watching Cinemax? (laughs) 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 And for those that know what I'm talking about, you know. So, you know, it's like they really upped the dramatic scenery that came with their interaction because a lot of people was not happy about the fact that that's where they were going with that 
Yeah, I saw a lot of negative uh, yeah. responses to to their scenes. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people weren't happy about that. And so, I mean, I could see the dramatic effects, the music in the background, and then they couldn't stay away from them. They got ready to leave, and then they had one more round. And, you yeah. know, yeah, they really played that scene up. Yeah, they did. You but, know, I don't know. I didn't. I I didn't hate it for some reason. Yeah, I just I'm watching everything. And I'm like, what are they gonna do with this? That I was more analyzing than just being like, ooh, yeah, this is hot. Yeah. You know, I was analyzing like, what are they gonna do with this? You know, yeah. Uh, how are they gonna? You know, whatever. But um, then they turn around. Yesterday, she came back over there. Yep. Trying to tell him, you know, about the conversation with Eric and how you need to go back to Zoe and end up all over again. I'm like, them two ain't gonna, ain't gonna stay away <laughs> from each other. My thing is, here's the problem. So Carter is this young, handsome dude, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, because, hey, I'm 50. I'm getting older. We all are, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. When Eric decides to go back to um, Dylan, just say Eric say, "Okay, yeah, I'm ready to get it on the bedroom." Mm-hmm. Is that gonna stop Quinn from wanting to be with Carter? I don't, I don't think so. Nope, I don't think so either. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I think she still is gonna find her way back on over there. Listen, do you remember how she described her escapade with Shauna? Mm-hmm. She said it was mind-blowing. Yep. She she thoroughly enjoyed it. So She thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. And so for her to go back to sleeping with Eric, because she, <laughs> listen, <laughs> she didn't say Eric was mind-blowing. She said <laughs> Carter was mind-blowing. Right. So with her tasting what she tasted and now have to go and go back to sleeping with her husband is that is she going to be fulfilling is it going to be fulfilling enough for her because he could come I mean seriously uh, Eric could be like okay you know what I've been withholding all this time I'm ready to get back to what we were yeah let's get it on blah 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 Mm -hmm. but Carter bedroom style and Eric bedroom style is going to be vastly different so are you going to be okay with going back to what you originally had I, I that didn't even cross my mind but you have a Girl. good point <laughs> <laughs> I mean and the only reason that I say that because her reaction was it was mind blowing she yeah. didn't say amazing or beautiful it was mind blowing to her. So if it blew your mind, yeah. How you gonna how you gonna how's Eric gonna come back from that? <laughs> right. I'm yeah. I'm, Go ahead. I'm hoping that um I'm hoping that which I don't think will happen, that Quinn is the one that calls their marriage off. Wait a minute, you hoping that she don't call a marriage off? No, I'm hoping that she does. Oh, okay. I'm hoping that Quinn is the one that does it and it's not Eric because that's what everybody is expecting is for Eric to be the one to call it off and I'm sure Eric probably feels like basically he's the one in control Mm -hmm. with um, you know, the direction that their marriage goes in. Just for once 
I don't want it to be I don't want it to be him that controls what happens in their marriage because I feel like it's always been that way mm-hmm. and I want her to walk away from him yeah I honestly because I mean you setting that in motion and being so caught up on what happened to Brooke that gonna keep you from being you know part of bringing that intimacy in the relationship with your wife Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just both were wrong on both sides. I'm not going to make this all about Quinn because Eric had his part too. Yeah. You know, because there's some for oh, Quinn was wrong. She was horrible. She cheated on her husband. I, there's a lot of moderation and uh, violations and alerts we got in the group yesterday because of all of the words that was used on Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not all on her either. Eric has to take some responsibility in this because you made the choices that you made too. You shouldn't have got involved with her if you weren't over the whole situation. And right. if you did need some time within the relationship, you don't take it to this level and for this long. At, what, at some point you got to say, you know what, I ain't going to be able to get past this. Yeah. You know. But Zoe, on the other hand, Please stop begging. Please. Yeah, so I saw somebody post um, in the group and they said, how many ways does Carter have to tell Zoe he doesn't want to be with her? Exactly. <laughs> and it's that's the truth. Like, she's been basically begging Carter for the last month now. Yeah. Two months. Or how long has it been since, you know, he found out about Zenday? She's been begging ever since then. And it's like, you have have a little bit of self-respect. He doesn't want you. Just stop begging him for for him to love you. It's not going to happen. It hasn't happened by now. It's not going to happen. At some point, you just got to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are uh, there's some other things that I've been seeing swirling around that I'll talk to you off screen about. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, the other biggest thing conversation this week in social media is that dress with the three snakes on it. Oh lord, yeah. Um, you know what though? Mm-hmm. Everybody's fashion this week was terrible. Even Brooke. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was just going to say, what is going on with Bold and the fashion direction over there? Oh my goodness, there there's something going on because. I, so I will say I didn't mind. Um, I thought Flo's little outfit that she wore yesterday was kind of cute. I thought that was a cute little outfit. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe Hope had something on that was okay. But... Even a little cute wraparound print dress that Quinn had on yesterday that was kind of low cut that she wore with the necklace. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think that was too bad. And it fit her frame yes. very well. Yeah, that dress was cute as well. But Paris and Zoe and Hope. the outfit that Brooke had on yesterday when she or it was either yesterday or Thursday that white outfit with that big belt buckle that mm-hmm. mirror looking belt buckle mm-hmm. that was atrocious <laughs> yeah I, I don't understand and and some of the, the, the ladies in the group was saying if this, I understand it's supposed to be a fashion house but this stuff right here I mean all right, I'm going to compare shows. When you look at The Young and the Restless, 
You have Jabot Cosmetics, you have Newman Enterprises, you got Chancellor Industries, and you even got the Winners Foundation and all these other businesses. Mm-hmm. They still know how to dress over there. Yeah. I mean, especially Phyllis. Phyllis outdresses yes. everybody over there. Phyllis's dresses are just on beautiful. point. Yeah. I mean, especially for her physique. Yep. You know. But even when it comes to how they dress, even people like Amanda or um, Lily or Mariah or, you know, it's like, okay, cool. And they're working in office settings, right? Yeah. There's no way. I'm looking at that dress and people are just dragging this outfit that Zoe has on with the three snakes. And she wore, they had that girl in that outfit every day this week. Yes. I'm like, does this day last? Is this one day for the entire week? Uh, apparently so. <laughs> because in every scene that she was in, she, this is the longest outfit that I've ever seen her wear. And I'm like, is this on purpose? Are they trying to make her look bad or something? I don't know. But it's just like, I've seen. Um, Kiara Barnes and other movies mm-hmm. and when they put her in all these little cute dresses and outfits and stuff you, you, she like her persona is totally different yeah and that wig that they had on her this week was awful too and yeah I've it's like they're her... doing it on purpose or something yeah and her so she cut her hair off right she's got a short haircut like kind of like Elena does on Y&R Brittany mm-hmm. yeah she and it's it's so it, it's very I, I feel like it's very complimentary to her face so I don't understand why like I know she's supposed to be a model and I guess maybe they have this perception on that show that the models have to have long hair or something mm-hmm. but well what's the deal with Paris then well Paris isn't a model I, I know but it's like they don't know what to do with her hair either yeah but the, I, the but mm-hmm. her hair in real life is that um, short? I don't know about I don't know about the actress that plays. Oh, Kiera you talking? Barnes. You still talking about um, Kiara? The Kiara mm-hmm. Barnes, yeah. Her hair in real life is she cut it off. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she's doing if she did it for a role or she was just you know doing it for herself. But it's really pretty. Like, yeah, I saw she looks it. Really pretty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just let her come to the show with her hair like that. It can be a, she did it because you know, she's starting over fresh because her and Carter aren't together anymore. Right. You know, sometimes you feel like you have to explain it, but she she is so much prettier without that freaking wig that they put on her. Yeah, it's Those a wigs bad are wig. horrible. And I don't understand I don't understand how a production that has as much money as it does can't find, if you're going to put a wig on somebody, can't find a decent wig that looks natural because there are so many you see all these little like lace fronts and stuff like that that Mm -hmm. these people make that look like actual like people's actual like it's growing out of your head yeah and Mm -hmm. this one is is an obvious wig you know and I'm wondering and here and we've talked about this this is nothing new I've talked about we've talked about this on even another podcast that I was on in 2019 when it comes to African-American women's hair, Mm -hmm. even if you are biracial. So I'm not going to, I'm going to add that as well. There are ways to do our hair. Okay. And it it looks beautiful. When you don't know what to do, ask, (laughs) get help. 
You know, because I mean, look at Amanda. Once Amanda or Michelle Morgan, they let her let that wig go that she had when she first was trying to separate herself from Hillary. Mm -hmm. She wears her own hair now. Great. Brittany, who plays Elena, they let her wear her own hair. Short, long, whatever. Yeah. Great. Even Amani, the girl is playing Amani. And Lily, too. Even Amani, who's also on the show now recently and you'll see a lot of her on Monday. She I was looking at Monday's episode. Looks great. Mhm. You know, so what is it y'all are sister shows? Can't you guys take some direction from one side and bring it over to the girls on this side? They had the same problem with Carla Mosley when she played Maya. They kept putting these big curly wigs on her. You've seen Carla Mosley's hair? Yeah. You know, and it's like y'all don't know what to do. Yeah, ahead, I wonder how much. Say? I wonder how much say they have in it too. I like don't the, know. The actors themselves. I feel like they. I feel like these days, like after all the conversations about um, black women and makeup and mm-hmm. hair and stuff like that, you would think that they would have some sort of say in what goes on with their hairstyling. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. I I, I, I I just don't know. I mean, I'm glad Kiara Barnes has now, you know, found a new role. Me too. On a different show. I'm actually going to try to find that show and I want to see her. I want to support and see what, you know, how she do over there. Um, But yeah, I, if I was her, I'd be like, oh God, I ain't got to wear these clothes no more. <laughs> Right, these clothes, and that the, wig. these cheap wigs that they give me. I noticed <laughs> they trailed back on her makeup too. Yeah, they did. That was that was. Um, I meant to bring that up. I noticed that this week as well, and and she look her face mm-hmm. looks so much better with uh with no makeup or like you know the, the very light, very minimal, yeah, mm-hmm. light makeup. And it's the same with um Jacqueline McGinnis Woods. When they don't have her, when she was going through that whole um, drug addiction mm-hmm. storyline and they weren't really putting any makeup on her, they were probably just putting on like light foundation or something like that um, just for the, the the sake of she was on camera. But they were basically, you know, had her with a fresh face because, you know, she's going through an addiction. So they wanted her to look like she was going through an addiction. Right. Um, of course, you're not getting up and putting on makeup in the morning and going to work. Right. I she is so much I think she looks younger and she just looks so much prettier with light makeup on versus when they have her all made up with the really thick um mm-hmm. eye makeup and you know all the lipstick and the the foundation she looks older to me when they mm-hmm. do that to her yeah and I think Kiara I think Kiara Barnes um this week her face looked much younger and lighter and fresher than what they normally do to her. Okay. Yeah, I I honestly did notice that. They got that part, but everything, you know, with the wig that they put on her and that dress, it's like, are y'all purposely trying to make this character look bad? Because I I have never seen, and then the three snakes, it looked like a creature or something. Yeah, I was so confused. That's (laughs) in the middle of her chest. You know, and I'm like, oh, 
And I mean, that yeah, it's a three-headed serpent. I'm looking at the picture right now. It's and a the three... outfit that they had on mm-hmm. Brooke looked mm-hmm. like something from the 80s. Girl, I don't know. They need some help over there. Something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, um, we didn't see any Zenday for a while. But um, mm-hmm. it seems as if, did you see Carter trying to defend Brooke? I mean, defend Quinn to with Brooke. what Brooke was saying. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude, you you, you, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah. You catching feelings. Yep. <laughs> and even, even Brooke was like, well, this is, this is strange. <laughs> right. You don't want to get her suspicious because then she's going to be like, what's up with that? She sure will. You know, she she's Probably. definitely trying to figure stuff out, but it seems... Say something to Rage. Yeah, and being really defensive, really, really protective, or over Quinn all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah, I honestly think that as much as Quinn thought it was amazing, it seems that he think it is as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, so I'm wondering how this is going to all. Uh, what the fallout is going to be. Yeah, me too. How is this going to um to come out? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm also curious about that. And and when it does come out, is it is it going to mean that Carter and Quinn are going to actually start a relationship, or are they going to go their separate ways, and each of them are going to end up with new people? I don't know because with Kiara going off, they can definitely. Um, you know, they can definitely try to exit her in a way that it comes that she does find out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was really hoping that they would just get a new actress instead of getting rid of the character altogether. Okay. All right. So I got some some nuggets for next week for Bold, unless you had anything else. No, I don't. Okay. So. Brooke and Ridge warn Zoe about Quinn. Quinn and Carter find it difficult to walk away from temptation and made a pact to keep their thing a secret. Eric continues to mull over the future of his marriage. Boy. Shauna and Quinn continue to conspire. Zoe has a surprise for Carter, but she might be the one getting a surprise. Oh my God. Shauna encourages Quinn to use the current situation to her advantage. Oh, Lord. And then, again, a pact. They got a very, okay, a pact is made between Quinn and Carter to keep their very dark secret. So, uh, what else can they do besides what they've been doing? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. But using it to her advantage, Shauna, please, you just got the good graces back. Come on. <laughs> No, don't do that. It's, but huh? what is with these uh the rumors about Sheila coming back? I heard true? that too. I don't know. I saw briefly, but I didn't delve, you know, delve into it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then let me see what we got for young. Come on. Okay, so Jesus. Okay. Um, I did drop some stuff for Monday. Ray receives an apology from Adam. 
Amanda receives a warning from Devon about Amani. That happens on Monday. Nate mm-hmm. shares news with Sharon and Nick about Faith's condition. Victor's dangerous plan is put in motion, which is what I was talking about. Um, Ray makes a staggering discovery. He, Kay, Chelsea feels the walls are closing in. Nikki catches Sharon off guard. Ray is suspicious about Chelsea's change of heart. Phyllis offers Summer words of wisdom. Victor gives Adam advice. Victoria continues to play games with Adam. Chloe makes a bold move, and Phyllis and Jack makes a pact. Now, what is that about? Hmm. Yep, so that's what we have. Interesting. I wonder if it'll have to do with them trying to get Nick. Sorry about that. New. Okay, so, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next week. I'm curious to find out what's going on with Jack and Phyllis. What they teaming up on. I, I feel like that's going to have to do with Kyle and Summer and trying to get Nick to... Oh, that's true. Accept. I forgot about that. Okay. Because yeah, Nick is the only one of the parents that still isn't very happy about them. About them getting, getting married. married. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm looking forward to this whole plan because I saw part of it start off on Monday, but we'll see the rest of Victor's plan with Chelsea the rest of the week. So that should be pretty interesting. So, all right. Did you have anything else with both? I do not. Okay. So let's finish this off with the flip the script segment. And like I stated before, guys, if there's a storyline or a scene that you wish you could flip, this is where we would do that at. So what's your flip the script for this week? Um, My YNR flip the script Mm -hmm. is the scene with Billy and Ray. Um, I would like to have seen Ray just kind of tell Billy he didn't want to hear it and just walk away from him instead of letting Billy sit there and um, talk about his his theories or whatever it was that he was ranting about uh, uh-huh. Adam to Ray about because clearly, clearly Ray was like you know from what he said to him like basically chill out so I, I wish he would have been a little more instead of just listening to him, just like, look, I don't I don't have time for this. You need to get over your, your obsession mm-hmm. and move on. Um and then on Bolt and the Beautiful, again with Thomas and talking about hope and her happiness. I I just I would have liked for him to just again, uh well, that's good. They got back together. Anyway, this is what I have going on today, Brooke. <laughs> right. Instead of instead of giving, I feel like he's giving Brooke what she wants every time he elaborates on on uh, hope and her relationship with Liam and how he just you know he just cares about her happiness. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's all. All right. Cool. 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 Um, my uh flip the script for Young and the Restless is, you know, when it came to I, I, I know she's sick and I know she in bed, but that mm-hmm. whole thing about whole uh Faith mm-hmm. getting upset about whether she wanted a kidney from Adam or not, mm-hmm. and like, look, you got two choices: she's his kidney, 
or dialysis. I mean, you know, to be that ungrateful about where it's coming from and the chances that you had of getting that kidney and that level of ungratefulness, I would have been like, listen, Faith, I understand you got feelings about Adam. I mean, technically, he didn't save you out of a couple of situations that was life-altering. But you're not sure if you want it to come from him, then you need to figure out what you want to do. Do you want this kidney from him or not? Let's stop going around in circles about this. Right. Um, okay. And then on bold, um, my whole thing <laughs> is with Eric. You know, if I was Quinn and Quinn is trying to talk to him and he's like, well, I don't know, I'm still hesitant. Then at this point, I, if I, she needs to stand up for herself and be like, look, are you going to let Brooke and how you feel about that situation when they're already doing fine coming between the two of us? If that's the case, then you need to make a decision because I can't live like this. I also have needs, too. You have the need to figure out what you want to do, but I also have needs of my own. So what are we doing? And if you can't make a decision, then I'm going to have to make one. Good one. Yeah, I can't, girl, I can't stand what he's doing right now. It's very passive aggressive, you know, and how long are you going to stay mad about something that has already fixed itself? Right. Especially when you, you're not even saying I love you back to her. Exactly. That, that's so rude and dismissive. Yeah. You know, there's no reason that I can see if Ridge and Brooke is going through catastrophic times and they can't get, come back from this. They have already been back together, moved in together, and living their lives. And you still mulling over that where you're withholding intimacy in your own marriage over them. Right. Come on. Yeah. It's one thing to withhold, like, sex. It's another thing when you can't even say, I love you. Right. When you're holding that emotional part of it. Because the physical is one thing, but the emotional part, you're being emotionally ne- neglectful. Yeah. You know, and that's not fair. I don't know. You stuck all up in your feelings and mulling and pouting and being mad over in that corner about something that's already fixed itself. But at the same time, I'm not going to, I don't want to show you any feelings. No, that's not cool. So I would, like I said, I would want her to stand up for herself. I don't care. He, He shouldn't be doing this to you. Yep. So that's my flip the script. So. All right. Well, it was a really good show this week. Again, with Young and the Restless, we had one and three, four little ones to go with that. And mm-hmm. then, of course, Bold, at least we got um, less of Liam and more <laughs> of a new storyline. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I can't wait for Steffi to come back. Oh, my God. Who are you telling? You can tell that they're trying to fill the time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what Steffi and Finn can do, you know, mm-hmm. and what they got going on and everything. So, but Jacqueline's out there living her best life. I follow her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She's doing <laughs> her and them babies are rolling, and yeah. the husband. Yeah, she yeah. is. She bounced back real quick. She did. It's like she, it doesn't even look like she was ever pregnant. No, <laughs> but you know what? She, she has an extremely healthy lifestyle. Yeah. She works out. She, you talking about high intensity workout? That's her. Yeah. yeah so she yeah, she's very careful about what she put in her body, and she takes care of it very well. So yep. 
it doesn't surprise me that she bounced back so quickly after having the second child. So, all right. Um, like I said, I'm going to call you right after this. Okay. And so look out for that. But, um, until next week, which is the week of March 10th through the 14th, we will see you then. Everybody be good and be safe. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.